Hi everybody, John Ramsden here from the Learning and Development Department at Lorraine Lee, welcoming you to another Inspiring Each Other podcast. And to get the podcast in today, we're going to head up to Queensland where we're going to speak to a remarkable lady, a lady by the name of Sharon Delaney, who's one of our leaders in the company. Sharon was actually our number one salesperson in 2010, 2014, 2015. She was second a couple of times, a third, and I think a fourth somewhere in there as well. She really knows her stuff. Interestingly enough, when she first came into the company, she would never have described herself as a salesperson. Let's catch up with her. So welcome to the program, Sharon. Thank you, John, for having me. Great uh, to be here. Good stuff. We've been looking forward to it. Hey, listen, so then how does somebody who is not a salesperson become the highest seller in the company? And in your case, in the first year, and then you did it again and again. Talk to me about that. Well, I've actually been thinking about it a bit since you asked me, John. Uh, my background's actually marketing. Definitely not sales. No. And yet, I know I have achieved success in sales, and not just in direct selling, but in my previous career too. So... I don't know, I think I want to blow up that myth that you do need sales experience to succeed in direct selling because I believe you don't. And I reckon there's two basic reasons why. Hit me with them. Okay, number one, women are naturally brilliant at sales. Did you hear that? Women are naturally brilliant at sales. I'm listening and... silently. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think sometimes far superior to men. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on, Sharon. Women naturally brilliant, uh, far superior to men. Uh, you know, I've been in the direct selling industry now for like 25 years, and I just have to interrupt you there because what you're saying is, well, how, how do I put it? Okay, okay, I'll just say it. What you're saying is nothing short of being absolutely correct. <laughs> I was in an international company for quite a while, and I was in a conference in the US, and there's a lady there by the name of Cindy Williams who was a very, very successful national sales director, earning a lot of money, great woman too. Uh, but she tells this story that she did not come out of sales whatsoever. And she saw a man on a beach in her younger years and she said to her friend, I'm going to marry that man. And it so happened that down the track a bit, she asked him to marry her. And she said, and when he said yes, I knew I was good at sales. So yeah, I've got to be along with you there. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so look, we first established then that women are naturally brilliant and far mm -hmm. superior than men when it comes to sales. Now hit me with secondly. Okay. Well, secondly, in many direct selling companies, the secret is that it's actually the product that sells itself. Okay. And we simply provide amazing customer service to help our customers get what they want. So Sharon, why don't you give us a bit of your background then? Sure. So I studied business at uni and I majored in marketing, which is all the behind the scenes stuff. It's not the actual selling. My sales experience before I started my actual career was while I was at uni. I was the manager of a McDonald's restaurant. Okay. Where I earned, yes, I know, I learned the art of suggestive sell. We all know McDonald's is king of that. You might know, uh, would you like fries with that, sir? Yes, please. Yes, please. Oops, sorry, <laughs> go on. <laughs> exactly. So, look, my, my first roles after uni were in marketing and market research. So, definitely not sales, absolutely not selling. You know, I look back and I think, I was constantly selling my marketing plans to the product managers or my marketing collateral to sales managers or my ideas to the board. I just didn't realize that's what I was doing. It's not the label I gave it. So I started thinking about it a bit more when my husband wanted me to leave the corporate world behind and join him in starting a telco business. Now, Peter actually is an amazing salesperson, amongst many other things. So my role in our organisation was to look after the back end of the office. I set up our processes, reconciling our accounts, customer management systems, that sort of thing, all the back end. And I was really comfortable doing that. 
But when you start your own business, you still have to be a jack of all trades and I had to learn how to sell. Yeah. And Peter made me realize that I had actually been selling for years. I had sold myself into, a high, into many high-level corporate jobs. I had sold my ideas, my marketing plans, my business plans, my advertising schedules to my internal clients, and I'd been doing that for years. And then it got me thinking. I'd actually been selling all of my life. Mm. And in fact, we are all selling in so many aspects of our everyday lives. Have you got any specific examples of that? Yeah, sure. Well, one that comes to mind is just the other night, that beautiful husband of mine wanted to take me out for dinner. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, very nice indeed. I, I, I feel something's Ooh. coming here, though. <laughs> oh, look, I love a good date night. He suggested Indian. And I actually really wanted Vietnamese. So we had a little chat about where we would go, and we ended up at one of my favourite Vietnamese restaurants. And he was so happy. And so was I. He was completely sold. Sold or tricked? (laughs) (laughs) You know what, I'm thinking the fact that he loves the girl who was selling him Saigon rather than Mumbai might have just had something to do with it too, eh? Oh, look, it might have, it might have. But, you know, the other thing is that maybe it's because of another reason. Maybe we can use the definition of sales that I heard earlier this year at our annual All-Stars conference. One of our guest speakers this year was a gentleman by the name of Josh Norbido, and his definition of sales is one that I love and I resonate with really well. Sales, in its rawest form, is the transfer of enthusiasm from one person to another. Can you say that again? Sales, in its rawest form, is simply the transfer of enthusiasm from one person to another. Okay. And I think that night, I was just simply very enthusiastic about eating the <laughs> Now it sounds like you're making an excuse. <laughs> okay, so... No, I really believe if you can get enthusiastic about the product, I think you can sell it. I think you're thinking if you can get enthusiastic about the product, you can eat Vietnamese maybe, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> you know, I really do think that women are natural sales. I agree, I agree. And I'm a bit naughty. I often think they're way better at sales than men. It's obviously a generality. Don't get mad at me. Um, I'm certainly not man bashing. And I'm not saying that men can't be great salespeople too. I just believe women are more natural at sales. And the research actually supports it. So who am I to disagree? Hmm. So should we look at why women are so good at sales? And better than men? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you okay, go ahead. <laughs> All righty. So one of the most important qualities of a salesperson, a great salesperson, is communication skills. And it is so true, it's an established fact that in general, women are better communicators, both talkers and listeners, compared to men. But listening isn't just hearing the words someone else is saying. Being a skilled listener means that you actually understand and comprehend what the other person is saying. It's a classic case of quality versus quantity. Yeah. Women tend to listen attentively. They register what's being said by the customer. We understand their needs and we act accordingly. And that makes us ideal salespeople. And there's been research which validates that the part of the brain linked to the ability of listening is more prominent in women when compared to men. Now, just like motor skills and coordination are better in men, they can read maps, apparently. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) But it's just about being aware of our strengths, right? Yeah, true. And we are different. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Hey, um, John, you know if you Google the qualities to look for in a successful salesperson, 
empathy is right up there high on the list too. Think about this, successful salespeople are those who come across as relatable and considerate to the customer. They forge that sense of trust. Women are amazing at empathy. Yep, they are, I totally agree. And by being empathetic, you can gain a client for life, which is so much better than that quick one-time sale. Okay, so you're talking about the empathy thing. Can you think of an example where this has worked out well for you in your own business or even another part of life? Yeah, sure, so many examples. Um, One of my most memorable clients that we had in my previous life in our telecommunications company uh, was a national organisation. So quite a large client for our small company. And I became involved, remember I was the back-end girl, I became involved when there was a major issue between them, so our client, and our major supplier. So think one of the big three mobile carriers. I think you'll know who I mean. Yep, think I've got it. (laughs) Okay. So our client was ready to walk due to no fault of our own, and the supplier company couldn't care less. I became involved to learn what the issues were, which is apparently unheard of to care what the client's needs were in their eyes. (laughs) Sounds crazy, doesn't it, really? But so true. Yeah, I just don't get it. But anyway, I have to say it was a pretty hairy meeting. The directors were seriously upset and they took it out on me. I was the one sitting there in front of them. Even though they knew it was none of my doing or my company's doing, I simply listened. Remember, we're pretty good at listening. I had empathy. I had loads of empathy. In fact, I put myself in those clients' shoes and I know I would have been really upset if that had happened to me. I didn't make promises I couldn't deliver on, but I did commit to doing everything I could to find a solution. And because I knew our product backwards, women are also pretty good at attention to detail, just by the way, I was able to come up with a solution that they were happy with. So then I put the plan into action with our supplier and I saved that client. And they then became a client for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really attached to you, hey? They wouldn't deal with anyone else. In fact, when the company went public via an IPO offering, they had me come in and work on their telecommunications protocol and negotiate on their behalf with the suppliers. That's pretty cool stuff. That is very, very cool. Very, very cool. And this is all due to basically empathy being shown, which they hadn't been used to probably even. Oh, look, it just doesn't happen in business a mm. lot. Mm. Certainly not at that level. But, you know, it's, it's the same in direct sales. We're seeing our clients over and over again. We build relationships with them. They trust us and seek out our advice. We become their partner in helping them achieve a specific goal. And you know something else that women are really good at? What's that? Ringing their bestie or the girls. True, and true, true, true. You know why we do this? Why? Because we're empathetic. We're understanding. We listen. We give great advice. And we care. Women tend, John, on the main, to possess better people skills. We have what I call great emotional antenna. Keep talking. I'm taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) So in our company, our clients, our hosts, invite us into their homes over and over again. Some of these gorgeous hosts become like family. It's really special. I can't even tell you how many times I leave someone's house after a home styling event and I get hugs and kisses from the host and the guests, some of whom I've only met that day. That is brilliant. You've really connected with them, obviously. It just happens. And it's not uncommon in our company to continue partying with hosts after years and years. In fact, in the last six months, I've had hosts from the beginning of my time with Lorraine Lee make contact with me to party again after nine years. Wow. (laughs) Seriously cool. 
actually happened last night. Beautiful Cherie. Hadn't seen her in eight years. We worked it out. And she said, I can't wait for you to come over to my house again. It happens time and time again in our business. Women are good at relationships. There is nothing I can say. I'm sitting here agreeing with every second of what you're saying, Sharon. <laughs> now, confidence is something else I want to talk about. Yep. Confidence in yourself and in the product you're selling. It resonates with clients. So while some people are more confident than others, when you have confidence in the product, you will become more confident. Very true. I think back to my time with Lorraine Lee, there are so many examples of gorgeous stylists in my team who were initially worried about the sales side of the business. Yeah. And it was the love of the product that helped them succeed. I remember one stylist whose primary reason for joining was that she loved the product. And the hefty discount we get uh, was a pretty big incentive too. But she was very, very nervous about the sales side of it. In fact, she was almost sick with the fear of it all. So I can't tell you, it thrilled me no end that this beautiful woman became one of my biggest sellers, selling in excess of $120,000 a year Yikes. and joining the leadership team. And it was her love of the product that made that happen. She was so enthusiastic about sharing how wonderful the products were. She overcame that fear and she became a killer salesperson. Although I have to tell you, I reckon she, like me, would definitely not class herself, just like I don't class myself, as a salesperson. And this all came about because she loved the product. There's an interesting story, uh, Sharon. There's a pearl company in the US and there was a guy there who was the biggest seller in the whole company. And the guy who ran the whole company came down to his store. I don't know what state it was in. He came down to his store and he just watched the guy. And he spoke to the manager in the shop there and he said, why is this guy so good at selling pearls? And how's this for a classic answer? The guy said, because he loves pearls. And I thought that sort of says it all, doesn't it? It really does. So if we just expand on that a little bit and yep. a little bit on confidence, we actually say in our industry that you don't need confidence to get started in direct selling. You just need a bit of courage. The confidence comes. And I know that our company provides some of the most incredible training that I've ever encountered, even when compared with some of the biggest companies in Australia that I've worked with. And research confirms that women possess a higher self-confidence at tasks we are comfortable with. So, with a little bit of courage, a love of the product, and there's some kick-ass training, <laughs> the confidence is going to be there. So once they know it, they're really good at it, eh? Absolutely. They love the product, they know the product, they get some great training. Fantastic. The confidence comes. Terrific, Sharon. So what else you got there? Okay, so women are also very good at providing exceptional customer service. And that is absolutely imperative in sales. We have great attention to detail, we care about others, we are empathetic, and we're great listeners and communicators. True, in fact, when I think of downstairs in our sales support, they're all women actually, and they're very, very good at it. <laughs> they absolutely are. You know, we also love a great deal. Often in direct sales, there's a great deal for our clients. Um, I know that's certainly the case with our company. And generally, direct selling products are of the highest quality and value in the marketplace. And that's really important to us as well. So John, pretty much I really believe that women have the characteristics and the skills that make us a natural fit for sales, even if someone doesn't have formal sales experience. Okay, we've got a bunch of people listening in. So a final message for them maybe. Absolutely. 
So for our beautiful listeners today, I want you to think about yourself. Think about your mum, your sister, your girlfriends. Do they have the ability to build trust, to nurture relationships, to listen and to provide recommendations? That absolutely sounds like most of the women in my life and they are the most important skills of a salesperson. If you've ever talked a cranky two-year-old into going down for a sleep. Hey, hang on, I'm a grandfather of seven. I have done this time and time again. Don't leave me out of the picture. You'll rock it at sales then, John. You'll rock it at sales. You know, if you've ever been able to entice a friend to pop over for a wine, if you've ever managed to change your husband's dinner invitation from Indian to Vietnamese, (laughs) I reckon you can sell. All you need to do is to find a tiny bit of courage and the right direct selling company and give it a go. That's what I did nine years ago. I've never looked back. Hey, Sharon. Thank you so much for sharing uh, with us today. There's a lot of good stuff in there and I'm sure people are almost worn out from writing things down. If you're somebody listening to this, it might be a good thing to go back again, grab yourself a pen and pick out the eyes of this thing. But we really appreciate you being on the program with us uh, today, Sharon. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's been a load of fun. Well, Sharon's given us a lot to chew on, hasn't she? And speaking of chewing, it's date night. I think I'll call the wife. Hello, my beautiful wife. Date night. I'm just finishing up at the studio. I just thought it'd be good. We go down and grab some Indian food. You know, down that uh, what's it called? The uh, the Mumbai Curry House. Um, maybe. But did you know there's a new Vietnamese restaurant that's just opened up at the top of the shopping centre? And I'd really love to go there. Can we talk about this? Uh oh. Why do I feel like I'm about to be sold? It looks really great, and Vietnamese food is so much lighter than Indian food. I'll uh, get my jacket. <laughs>